Gee, Bill, so that's bad news. We were counting on a new novel from you this year. After unpacking at the hotel, I sat in my open balcony window to savour the passing scene below. It was while watching the gondola flotillas that I saw the old dandy and the girl again. They went by directly beneath me in a private speedboat, driven by a muscular young man in a T-shirt. They sat side by side, holding hands, for all the world like father and daughter. I watched them until they were out of sight. My thoughts were far away throughout dinner, which made me a somewhat remote companion, something that Bill remarked upon. I excused myself and made an early night of it. I woke with a headache, and while waiting for our expensive continental breakfast, I went to the journal I always carry with me to look for the entry I'd made on the night I learned of Henry's death. Curiously, there was just the terse statement. Henry found dead by his own hand in Moscow. Nothing else. I remember having a vision of a Moscow hotel, devoid of comfort, the furnishings trapped in a time warp, drained of colour like an old black-and-white film. What did Henry use for the act, I wondered? Braces, piece of flex, his white's club tie. Looking back, I see now that Henry's life was an invented one from which ultimately he could not extricate himself. The stories he trotted out whenever he had a new audience were constantly embellished, like a Lego monument to vanity, for he was desperate to impose on strangers an improved account of himself. I found another note in my journal which reveals as much about me as it does about Henry. Henry at his most bombastic this evening. I wish he didn't feel the need to impress me all the time. I think, basically, he is frightened of revealing his real emotions. C annoyed me by hinting that Henry is a fairy in wolf's clothing. We almost came to blows about it. The trouble with C and his set is... They're always trying to recruit for their own way of life. They can't bear to think that a friendship such as Henry and I share can be innocent. I, of all people, would know if Henry was that way inclined. I closed the journal and sat thinking. Henry was one of those best friends we all need in order from time to time to betray and, in turn, be betrayed by. Later that morning, our conference party travelled in a river bus to disembark near the Car Sanudo, chosen for our first session. There we debated the fate of writers in the South American dictatorships. After lunch, most of us wandered around in an attempt to walk off the effects of overeating. There were some small stalls selling tourist kitsch, and it was while Bill was deciding on a gift for his wife that I was astonished to see the old dandy from the airport once more. This time he was with a new companion, a mature man wearing a black Italian suit. They passed quite close to me, and although our eyes met, the old boy betrayed no sign of recognition. I was to see him one last time as we made our way back to the boat, and this time he was standing outside the gates of a large villa and seemed to be arguing with the same companion. I was sure he was aware of me because... As I drew closer, he turned his back. A certain 
holiday atmosphere persisted on the return trip. Most of the delegates produced cameras, some had even brought camcorders, and Bill fiddled endlessly with his telephoto lens. It was while he was fiddling that I noticed something. Ahead and to one side of us, a score of gulls were swirling and swooping low. There were no fishermen in the vicinity, yet the birds were obviously disturbed by something in the water. Lend me the camera for a minute, will you? I said to Bill. I took it from him and could make out an indeterminate shape in the water lapping up against a marker post. I used the zoom to take a closer look, and what I now saw alarmed me. Somebody tell him to slow down, I said. I think there's a body in the water. The driver cut his engine, allowing us to drift closer to the post. I was right. It was a body. Our driver produced a grappling hook and managed to flop the corpse onto the deck. As the